Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on a beautiful Thursday morning, the 3rd of December, and summer has finally arrived, albeit not hot. It's only going to be 23 degrees Celsius today, but uh, hey, there is not a cloud in the sky and not a breath of wind, so everything is looking very bright. Uh, Trees are not moving, which is phenomenal. And a beautiful day to be alive. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk about a topic that I think a lot of us need a lot of work in, including myself. Uh, And this this is from experience. And that is the art of questioning. Now, one thing I know that uh, appears to be human nature, and this is based on my own experience, but also talking with a lot of people and, and just observing people in general, is our approach to questions is... Uh, is not great. <laughs> as, a, as a generalization, we are typically poor at asking questions, whether that be as sales leaders, as salespeople, as trainers, facilitators, coaches, or as general everyday people, we are really, really bad at asking questions. We ask so many closed questions. And just think about what we do when we first see people from on a Monday after having a big weekend. The first question we tend to ask is, hey, Hey, John, how was your weekend? And it's such a close question. And we wonder why we can't get dialogue happening between between people. And when that translates into business-type conversations, when we ask so many closed questions, is it any wonder we're not making as nearly enough progress as we thought we we should be or that we intended to? And so we're not nearly asking enough uh, good questions, good open-ended questions, but also I don't think we're putting enough thought into the type of questions that we're actually asking. And this um, this is a real real concern because, hey, there are people out there who are really, really good at asking high-quality questions, and they seem to be the ones that get get the answers, make the progress, get the accolades, and have, have great careers and great lives. And it's a bit of a cliche, I know, but it's been said many, many times. And I'm, the more I look into this, the more I believe this to be true, that literally the quality of the questions that we ask will ultimately determine the quality of the life that we lead, period. And so if we can get really good at this and dial it in, uh, it literally becomes the bridge between where we are right now and where we'd like to be in the future, whether that be in 30 days' time, 60, 90, 120, or two years down the track. The quality of the questions we're asking ourselves but also asking others is going to determine what steps we take and therefore where we end up in the time frame that we set ourselves. Uh, but before we before we talk about that specifically, I just want to... I think we've lost... I reckon we've lost our curiosity as a, as a, yeah, as a species, as a humanity, uh, and I think a lot of it's got to do with you know when we were children, that's all we ever did. Think about when you were five years old, uh, if you can remember back that long. What were you doing? You're asking a copious amounts of questions. Now, granted, a lot of those questions would have begun with the word why, why, why can't I do this? Why can't I? Why can't I have that? Why, why, why? And often I think it's conditioning that we've been, I guess, and I say this respectfully, brainwashed over a period of time by all the people that are really well-meaning that potentially have conditioned us in terms in terms of either asking poor quality questions or not asking enough questions. Because think about this, all the questions that we used to ask when we were a child, because we were so curious, we didn't have any filters, everything, we were just like a sponge. Everything was, we had a sense of wonder about everything we saw around the world and everything we heard. Uh, but maybe it was beaten out of us. Maybe it was beaten out of us, and not literally, but metaphorically, of course. 
It was beaten out of us by responses such as, no, don't do that. No, you're not having that. Or stop asking questions. Stop asking so many questions. And so through that, there was conditioning that over a period of time, the more times we heard a response like that, the more times we thought, okay, maybe asking questions is a bad thing. And then as we move through the teenage years, going through puberty, uh, where identity becomes a real challenge for a lot of people wanting to fit in, uh, going through growth spurts, not only is our, is our body physically changing, but psychologically we're changing as well. Our brain is evolving as well. Often we don't want to sound silly. So a lot of us tend to become a little bit more insular and stop asking questions. So we're not as curious as perhaps we were when we were five years old. And then you get to the stage where you're, you're, uh, you're an adult, you move into the adult years, you might have gone to uni or you start working. And because of all the conditioning over so many years, we're not really well placed to ask good quality questions. And yet that's exactly what we're expected to do when we're in a position of uh, having to get answers, make sales, all this sort of stuff, it's expected that we ask great questions. And none of us, generalization I know, but most of us, let's say, have never been taught on how to ask great questions. So there's this conditioning that's been happening. Now, think, think about this. Our questions that we ask literally are a bridge between where we are now and where we want to be. Right. So what we need to do is we literally need to rediscover the art of questions, and especially in sales and sales leadership. And a lot of the a lot of the training that I do, and a lot of the coaching and mentoring I do, is centered around questioning. And it's really, really uh, interesting to see people their natural approach to asking questions. And there's a number of there's a number of activities that I run, certainly in, in workshops, that will give people a really close indication in terms of what their natural questioning style is. And it's just a couple of simple games. And what's really intriguing is if I give them a very specific task and I ask them to identify a some information based on asking a question, but you've only got a certain number of questions you're able to ask before you can identify the certain thing we're talking about, then it's um, it all of a sudden puts a lot of pressure on people to ask a great question. But even with that, even with a finite number of questions being available to you, it's interesting to see how many people just ask the basic closed-based question and don't leave themselves anywhere from which to go to ask a better question to get the answer out. So it's, it's really, really intriguing. And often what will happen is people will stop asking questions and they're afraid to ask questions because of maybe what the answer is going to be or they'll get rejected. And certainly in sales, this is a, this is a big thing. But listen, this is, we need to understand this. Nothing happens unless a question is asked. Now, I, I look back on my own life and think about if I hadn't have asked certain questions at certain times of my life, where would I be right now? And a classic case and a, and a quick story. Uh, I went to uni. I met my wife at uni and uh, we went through university, did an engineering degree together. And through four years of engineering, we became really good friends, did a lot of project work together. But we only started going out and after we graduated with an engineering degree. And it took me... Well, she would say it took me four, four years to wake up, but it did take me a while to, I guess, build the courage to ask the question, to ask her out because, hey, I was thinking to myself, what if she says no? It'll, it'll be destroying. But think about this. If I hadn't have, and I think about this a lot, we've been married 25 years, 26 years coming up in March, and I think to myself, if I hadn't have made that phone call that day, then we potentially would not be here today. Now, others might say, well, it would have happened anyway, and, and that that's fine, that might have, but... I always think about if I didn't ask the question, if I didn't ask her out that day, then perhaps we wouldn't have uh, we wouldn't have started going out, and, and we would have gone on completely different uh, trajectories. But I'm glad I did because uh, hi, I, I intended to take her out to a restaurant, and because uh, we knew each other pretty well, so just go out and have a have a good nice bite to eat. But instead, uh, <laughs> she said when I asked her out, she said, "Oh, 
Mum's actually making a lamb roast. Would you like to come over to our place? So I said I did. I did. So my first date with my wife was uh, was lamb roast at her parents' house, which was uh, which was awesome. And uh, as they say, the rest is history. So I'm really really glad that I actually asked that question, followed up by a question I asked about oh, three and a half years later: is uh, will you marry me? Which was another very important question. So how does this relate to sales and certainly sales leadership? Well, one of the things that uh, I've come to realize, and when I'm working with sales teams, and hey, when I was a salesperson, this became this became blatantly obvious and it was drilled into me to ask really good questions and that is in sales nothing actually happens until something is sold and nothing is sold until someone actually asks a question so sales actually doesn't happen through osmosis although there are some sales people who actually do believe that and uh, unfortunately I had a couple of sales people in my team many years ago who believed that uh, their whole role was to close deals not to actually ask questions to identify potential customers and therefore qualify those customers to the point where they would be in a position to become customers. They thought everything had to be handed to them on a silver platter. So these guys were not great question asks askers, uh, but uh, there are a lot of other salespeople who, through time and through training, we actually turned them around from being really poor in terms of asking questions to becoming fantastic uh, question askers and very curious based in terms of their questioning and putting a huge amount of thought into into the questions they asked. And they got to the point where they just got more and more natural at asking high-quality questions, which, by the way, only led to getting more high-quality outcomes, and therefore the results sort of took, took care of themselves. And it's a little bit of a cliche, but we, we spent more and more time removing ourselves from the actual outcome and not focusing on, we've got to get this customer, we've got to convert this customer, and really focus more and more on the art of asking questions or following a process to ask questions. So... And, and getting some reward or getting some feedback based on the quality of the questions that we actually ask ourselves. So we, we got to a stage where we upped the ante and we asked better questions. Not only we asked better questions of our prospects and our customers, but we started asking better questions of ourselves as well. And this is where the rubber really hits the road because a lot of people don't ask good enough questions of themselves and they let them off themselves off the hook a lot. Now, it does take courage, it takes commitment, and it does take repetition to get better and better and better at asking better questions. So it is it does take work and it's it's good to have a coach, a mentor, somebody who can guide you, somebody who can challenge you on asking high quality questions because it'll only reap benefits down the track. Now I often say to people, whether it be teams or, or individuals, that the, there's no such thing as a bad question. There's a there's a poor quality question, but the only bad question or the only poor question really is a question that you don't ask. So I would much rather create an environment where people feel comfortable asking a question and getting feedback because every response to a question is feedback. Am I on the right track? Have I missed something? Do I need to ask a follow-up question? Do I need to ask a probing question, etc., etc.? So get used to asking higher quality questions and better questions. And this will often come simply through repetition and getting feedback. Now, it does take courage, as I've already talked about, but think about this. What's the very worst thing that could happen if you ask for something that you want? Now, this is really important when it comes to asking questions of ourselves. What is it that you really want? What What is it that you really want to do? Think about where you are now and think about where you want to be in six months' time. What sort of questions can you ask yourself right now that can give you the springboard or a platform to put yourself on a trajectory that through repetition, through commitment, through discipline, through the daily activities, you can give yourself an opportunity of getting there? And what are some questions you can start asking of other people as well? Because if the very worst thing that can happen is that somebody says no, is that a good thing? At least you know where you stand. And this is very, very important, particularly in sales. You've got to ask the question and you've got to ask the customer to become a customer. You've got to ask them to come on board as a client because if you don't, they're just waiting. Many people are waiting to be led. They're waiting. They're expecting to be asked to become a client. So ask the question. 
If they say no, then maybe they're just not ready yet, or maybe it's not uh, a fit for them right now, and that's perfectly okay. At least you know where you stand, and you can continue to uh, build a relationship with them or decide to part and go separate ways. But what what if they said yes? What if they said yes and you were avoiding asking the question because you were trying to avoid a no? Well, guaranteed, as one thing is absolutely certain. And I'm not sure who said this, and I can't accredit this to anybody, so I can't make it mine either. But somebody said, uh, we will miss 100% of the shots that we actually don't take. And so, therefore, it's guaranteed that we won't get what we want. So start asking more questions. Start asking asking for the things you actually want. Ask yourself for what you want, but also ask others for what you want. And you'll find that there's one thing that will happen. The tide will begin to turn. So I trust that message makes sense. Let's start asking a lot more higher quality questions. And as as a wrap up to this particular episode, I've got a question for you. Are you committed to taking your sales leadership to that exceptional level where you can get more money, more meaning and better sales results, not just for yourself, but also for your sales team? If the answer to that question is yes, I want to ask you another question. Would you be prepared to spend 15 minutes investing in your time to have a conversation with me to see how I might be able to help you do just that? If the answer to that question is yes, you are, then please jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits, and I'll give you a call, and we can have that conversation. I really look forward to that. So until next episode, continue to ask questions. Just look at what sort of questions you can ask today. Avoid the closed-based questions. Ask the open, open-ended-based questions because you'll get more information out of the subjects that you're having a conversation with, and you would be amazed at what sort of information you can find when you do ask those questions. So until next episode, keep asking those curious-based questions. Keep being really curious as an individual. Keep moving one step closer to being that exceptional sales leader, and I look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.